Hey, <laughs> what is What's up? up, Mile Higher homies? What is up, homies? How's we are it back. Hanging? It is episode seven today. Seven already, and we is talking about something really interesting. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> super interesting today. Yeah, it is a super super interesting case, and it's actually something. That it was actually one of my first videos that I ever did. I think it was my first crime video, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it's not just crime, it's conspiracy. There's some paranormal elements. So this is a very, very interesting story. So buckle up, get comfy, get some snacks. What is it? You didn't even say what it was. It's the case of Elisa Lamb. I almost said Alyssa because my best friend's name Alyssa. And yeah. She spells it that way. But. And I mean, at this point, it's not even just a case. It's the mysterious disappearance. Yeah, well, she didn't disappear. They found her. Right. But, but she disappeared for a while, yeah. The way she disappeared, yeah, is bizarre. Yeah. Tons of crazy elements to this, so get ready, you guys. Yes. It's going to be crazy. Yes, it is. But before we get started, um, we did want to talk about something really cool that we are trying out today. Today, Josh and I both just took two capsules of Cloud9 Brain Booster, which is a CBD product. So it comes from the hemp plant, marijuana plant, but the hemp side of things. And sorry, Josh, why don't you explain it? I'm not good with that. No, no, you've got it spot on. No, <laughs> okay. we just, yeah, we just took two brain booster capsules. Mm-hmm. It's just basically a CBD capsule. So it so should interesting. It supports... mellow us out a little bit, I think. Well, it actually just, it's supposed to support your mind, memory, oh, focus, stimulate. and brain clarity. It's actually like... About mood, memory, motivation, energy, focus, learning, mental clarity, and cognitive ability. So this is a completely natural product. It's completely legal in all 50 states. BuyLegalMeds.com. Yes. And we have a link in the description. Yes. And there's a code, Kendall Ray, for free shipping. Yes. But you guys will have to see if we seem extra focused because we all know how I am. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully we're more focused this week than last week. We were a little out of it last week, I feel like. But today we're wide awake. (laughs) <laughs> and ready for this shit so yes okay so let's get right also into it. Oh, also yes we got more oh there's more hang on <laughs> not yet slow down over there <laughs> All right. slow your horses over there <laughs> getting too excited but first firstly just real quick just wanted to mention the patreon thank you to all those who've become patrons in the past like two weeks we've got like a bunch of people yeah. are now patrons so that's awesome thank you guys for doing that we really appreciate it um, big shout out to our stellar patrons, Elizabeth B, Stephanie S, Michelle C, Chase C, Jake C, and Jim W. Thank you guys so much for being stellar patrons. Also, thanks to all those out there that went on iTunes and left a review and rating for us. Guys, this really helps us out a lot. Please, if you haven't left a rating or review on any of the platforms, whether it's iTunes, Google Play, whatever it may be, please do that. It helps our, our podcast get out there and we want to spread the mile higher message to the masses. So definitely do that whenever you get a chance. Mm-hmm. And lastly, one of the perks of being a uh, patron is that you have access to an exclusive discord server where you can ask us a question and we may pick it for a quick um, feature question at the beginning of each episode. And Randy C left us this question for this week. And this has to do with our Ooh, last week's episode. It's very interesting. And his question is, what if JFK had backed down even in the slightest? Do you think he'd still be alive today or was he destined for assassination? Hmm. That's a great question because that is. 
I don't know if I have a great answer for it because. I mean, it's hard to say because we don't really know why JFK was assassinated. If it was a conspiracy, it could have been because he knew something about aliens or he was you or know, trying just, to decentralize everything, trying to shut down. Uh, get rid of banking. all the secrecy in the government. I mean, it seemed like it seemed like JFK wanted to sort of break the government down. Yeah. You know, give a lot more transparency with, you know, yeah. the different departments and stuff. So I think that could have been, you know, if there is this conspiracy to assassinate him, then most definitely. I think if he probably just played it cool, you know, yeah. he may have made it out alive. But the Kennedy curse, though. You know, mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Maybe it's just like destined. their family's fucking cursed, and yeah. you know, yeah, he was just destined to to go out that way. Yeah. But I think I will say that I think if at any point anyone did talk to him, some type of, I mean, I wouldn't know who would talk to you about something like this. But if someone did tell him, like, hey, dude, like, ramp it down. You can't be saying that shit. You can't be trying to free the people. You're not actually working for the people. You're working for us. <laughs> um. If someone said that to him, I mean, my guess is that they probably did because why like assassinating someone is like such a hard thing to do. And then you have conspiracy theorists on you and it's like, why would you want to do that? I'm sure they tried. So I don't think he was willing to back down. Yeah. I think he kept pushing it. I, I completely agree with you, actually. I think that, you know, I think that from all the evidence that we investigated last week in our episode on JFK, I just really think that there is you know there's some underlying conspiracy for um him to be assassinated I, I really do there's just too much evidence there's too much funky things with that you know with that event and it makes sense i mean it honestly makes sense that he got assassinated as sad as that is yeah you know? so it makes total sense to me so yeah i'm gonna go with the answer of you know if he had backed down and kept his mouth shut and you know just kept the status quo and, you know, kind of kept things rolling and didn't speak out on all these different things that he did. I think there's a great chance that he could have been alive today. So, yeah, crazy. though. I think it's such a shame that he's not more celebrated in this country either. Like there's not a lot of uh, celebration surrounding him. And I think yeah. it's really sad because he was really such a fighter for the people. He literally died for the cause. He's and, almost like MLK in a lot of ways. Oh, and they totally. have a lot of similarities, I think. And totally. Especially, I mean, it's, it's clearly the fact that they both were assassinated pretty much. So, yeah, you know, so it's sad. That makes more you wonder because, I mean, we really yeah. haven't had a president like him. No. Since then. Close. I mean, you know, Obama came in preaching all this change and everything. And, you know, status quo kind of kept going. So, yeah, you know, yep. it makes you wonder. But we won't go any further than that. If you haven't but, listened to our podcast episode about JFK, please do. It's yeah, very interesting. It is. But thank you, Randy C. That was actually a really great question to start off things. So basically, if you are a Patreon or a patron, sorry, you can ask us a question on this on the Discord chat about Elisa Lamb. If you have any questions after this podcast, then we can address it in our next podcast. So it's actually a really cool idea. Right. And for those that don't know, some of the other rewards for being a patron include early access to the podcast every week. You get to listen to advance. it 24 hours in advance uh, from everybody else, which is pretty cool. Also, Kendall and I put up uh, a video every month early for you guys. And there's some other stuff on there as well. So go check it out. It's patreon.com slash model hire. But uh, I'll, I'll stop jabbering and let's let's dive into this crazy, crazy case mm, of Elisa Lamb. Up. This one's a 
crazy one. Oh, and yeah. our lava lamp's working today, guys. <laughs> oh, check it out. Sort, sort of, of working. It's trying. It's, it's it, been on for hours, too. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I, I think mean, it's defective. I think it is, too, but whatever. Yeah. It's cheap. <laughs> it's a cheap lava lamp. Okay. All right. Get ready. I am ready. Jump in. Okay. So, first of all, Elisa Lamb, if you do watch my video on it, it is only 12 minutes long. It was my first crime video, and it was a fucking mess. I actually just watched it just to see if I had missed anything when researching this again. And I was like, wow, I suck. Like, I was not good at this. <laughs> I've gotten a lot better since then. So, yeah, this is going to be... There's probably going to be a lot of things in this that I didn't talk about or didn't explain well in that video. So don't feel like you've already heard the topic because there's so much more to it. My video was so, so basic. But anyway... So, Elisa Lam was a 21-year-old Canadian student at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver. She set out on a solo trip around the west coast of the United States on January 26th of 2013. Her intention was to visit San Diego and then work her way up through Los Angeles, Santa Cruz, and finally San Francisco. She wrote exclusively about her plans on social media sites such as Tumblr and Facebook, as well as her own blog. Elisa traveled alone using trains and buses to move from one direction to the next. During <laughs> one direction to the next. <laughs> Is that? No, I just thought it was funny. You it said literally one direction. says, oh, oh, <laughs> one direction. Sorry, one destination to the next. I got one D on the brain. Okay, I was watching Harry Style videos today. Um I think I just called him Harry Style. Harry Style. <laughs> Harry Style, sorry. During the first leg of her West Coast tour, as she liked to call it, Lamb regularly contacted friends and family, as well as posting pictures online of herself in various locations, such as the San Diego Zoo. So she was taking selfies, posting them on social media, talking to people. Nothing seemed super odd. Which, yeah, totally normal for a girl of her age. And so eventually she arrived in Los Angeles on January 26. And at this time, she checked into the Cecil Hotel, which at the time is a modest budget hotel. It's located actually just a few blocks away from the infamous repressed area called Skid Row in Los Angeles. And Elisa Lam was originally supposed to share a room with others, but was moved to her own room when her roommates complained of her certain odd behavior. So... Th mm. This is interesting to me that it seems like even before, you know, she kind of got settled into the hotel, she was starting to kind of exhibit signs of, you know, odd behavior. So uh, kind of interesting. And, and um, okay, so she was 21 years old. Actually, that is very interesting. I just thought of this, but um, certain types of schizophrenia or, or maybe most types of or all schizophrenia um, cases no, that can't be right. But anyway, it's really common for schizophrenia symptoms to start in like your early 20s. Mm. Um, so it's possible she was experiencing that. And it's a lot of a lot of time people who have never had anything. And then all of a sudden it starts to happen to them. And they're like, am I crazy? Do I tell right. like people don't tell people there's been cases of people that get that in college and they just like run away. They leave the campus because they're like, don't they're confused. They get lost. So there's actually quite a bit of examples of that happening i think that's kind of interesting to know if she was having odd behavior maybe it was something related to a mental 
illness. Yeah, we'll we'll jump into that more too, but most definitely, I mean, the fact she's her friends specifically note that she's acting oddly. Yeah. Um is is very interesting. So literally she checked in on the 26th and then by January 31st, she straight up just fucking disappears, like just gone. And all of her social media uh post stopped all of a sudden and as well as her uh, daily correspondence with her parents. Um, that ended completely as well. She was very close with her parents and kept in touch with them. So the fact that that just seized all of a sudden is very odd. And so a search for Alyssa or Elisa is organized and her parents actually flew out to Los Angeles to help with the search efforts. And of course her disappearance or her dis- disappearance disappearance would be reported in the news and Yet there's no evidence that's found and no one is sure of what happened to her. Mm-hmm. And the police actually, obviously the police were called and they did an entire search of the hotel from top to bottom as well as the roof. And I mean, they went, they combed this place over. They went into all the places that they possibly could. And they actually even used dogs to help try to find her, but they were unable to pick up any trail of Elisa and nothing was found after their search. It seemed like literally she had just stepped off the face of the planet. Like she's just gone, like without a trace, just completely no idea where she is. And they only came up with a few uh, minor clues from the search and interviews with the hotel staff. And according to the hotel staff, they reported that Lamb had been alone that day, but seemingly in good spirits and she visited a nearby bookstore and the bookstore employee claims that lamb came in shopping there and that she had been lively and very friendly. And so clearly she seemed like it seemed like there was nothing out of the ordinary, uh, going on with her. She seemed like just, you know, her normal happy self. And other than that, other than those few leads that they were able to gather, there's literally nothing else. that's like the worst type of case too. And it's just like, there's not even a trace of anything. That's the worst. And I mean, that's probably the hardest case for police too. Cause Mm -hmm. when, you know, you have nothing to go off of. Yeah. You're, you're literally stuck, you know, you're at a dead end. And I mean, what can you do really besides like start asking people, did you see her? Did you see her? Yeah. Put posters up Mm -hmm. and stuff like that's basically (sighs) all you can do. So that's why traveling alone as a 21 year old woman is really hard. Um, I I know some people do it, but it's like you have to be so like vigilant and checking in with people and, you know, it's, it's easy for something to happen to people when they're alone. Yeah. Especially women. Yeah, exactly. Um, so because of the lack of evidence that was found, law enforcement was desperate for more clues and information and began posting flyers around the area, imploring people to come forward with the missing woman's whereabouts. At this time, the Cecil Hotel brought forward what it would like, what would be the first bizarre piece of the puzzle and one of the weirdest unsolved deaths in recent memory. And dude, it's weird. In the form of an odd, creepy piece of elevator surveillance footage, which seems to be the last time anyone saw Elisa alive. And this footage is so weird. Are we going to dub it in? Yeah, we'll dub it in for you guys okay. so you guys can watch it. We're going to watch it on our computers and we'll comment and try to explain 
exactly what's going on, what we're seeing so that you guys that are listening out there can have an idea of, you know, if you haven't seen this elevator footage, you can hopefully have an idea of what is contained within this surveillance footage. So I'll go ahead and play it here and we'll try to explain what's going on here. It's pretty bizarre. So the elevator footage is of course kind of grainy and brightness. Yeah. Um, it's pretty grainy kind of, I mean, I guess it's an old hotel. So, all right. So starting it now. So Alyssa looks, or Lisa looks like she hops in. She's looks crouches down, starts pressing buttons at the top, but different numbers. She starts pressing all the numbers yeah. and then presses close and gets in. And she just, just waits. Stands there. And now what's weird is the elevator door is not shutting. There's no one blocking it. So she's like, why isn't the door shutting? But then that is weird. That's so then she weird. jumps forward, lurches forward into the hallway, looks both directions as if she's like making sure someone's not chasing her, following her, is coming after her. And then she quickly hops back inside and the door still remains completely open. Right. So that's odd in itself. One thing I wanted to mention real quick is describe what she's wearing. So Elisa's looks like she's wearing like black men's gym shorts. I mean, they could be women's shorts, but they look kind of big for women's shorts i feel like they're kind of long they go like down to her knees i thought it was a skirt maybe no that's what people thought but it's actually it's actually gym shorts which is interesting yeah they're black gym shorts she's got a red hoodie and gray t-shirt on yeah when i was researching this i was like whoa because there is this misconception is that she's wearing a skirt yeah but if you look what i thought if you look it clearly is gym shorts like yeah okay yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah, clearly totally short. Gym shorts. Look and at like yeah. some flip flops. But flip-flops. what's weird to me is she comes in not panicked. Right. And then and if you were trying to get away from someone, why would you press all the buttons? And then what's also weird or important to know is I think it's possible that the the elevator got jammed or stuck or had a malfunction because she pressed all of right. the buttons. Yeah, that's possible. Okay, so anyway, so Pokes she's her head pressing, out. now she's hiding. So then she comes into the corner of the elevator away from the door. And is hiding almost like she's waiting to jump out and scare someone. Um, then she looks out again cautiously, looks out into the hallway to the right, and she looks like she's just looking for something, looking for someone. She stands there, still sitting there. Steps halfway out, mm-hmm. looks the other way. She's like looking down the hallway, and then she jumps out like all of a sudden, like in two feet, and then puts her feet out, puts her feet together, steps back in, almost like fox trot steps weird she starts doing these weird things she's just in the hallway right now just yeah standing outside, outside of the, the elevator. elevator elevator door still wide open no sign of shutting she like puts and, her arms up over her head yeah she's just standing there she's kind of out out of the view of the camera what are you doing dude and just standing there and how come the elevator doors aren't shutting? so then okay so then she she puts her hands her hands were over her head almost like she was like waiting for police to arrest her or something like it was like a hands up type position she goes back in presses all of the buttons this time or it almost looks like she's pressing certain ones honestly in a pattern but i think she's pretty much got them all look she's (laughs) like has all of them yeah 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 and then she steps out again. Maybe like maybe waiting. she was like trying to get the elevator to work. That's why she was like fucking with the buttons. But look at look at and her. And then hands she starts now. doing this weird thing with yeah, her hand. Yeah. She starts she opens her palms, opens up all her fingers, spread them out, and then does this weird like ravey type hand motions gestures, all yeah. around the hotel. 
I mean, sorry, all, all around the air in front of her, but um, it looks like she's almost playing with something. Like she has a imaginary Rubik's cube or something. She's like kind of squatting down. There's still no one there. Elevator door is still wide open. And then she goes back to standing there, puts her hands over her head again. And then disappears out of view of the camera. And it's just footage of an empty elevator. And she's but out wait, in the hallway. The elevator, I don't know how long it takes, but eventually it shuts after she's gone which is she so just like weird. leaves the elevator so she's gone it's just straight up elevator i don't know at one point it's just open oh okay so watch and then it just it finally shuts like what a minute after she the... left that's what's so weird is like what the hell and then dude? then it's i think slams open again what the hell bizarre what is going on sorry guys it's hard to like talk about a visual on a podcast but and then the yeah the yeah door then just it opens again and no opens. one's there so no one pressed the button unless she pressed it and then I don't know but there's I mean there's no then sign of her and then again. it just shuts again like quickly though before yeah. it stayed open for so long and the yeah. buttons still look like they're kind of pushed in they're all lit up still I don't know man this looks so bizarre though because it I don't know doesn't this look kind so of like ghostly weird. a little bit like what yeah the? then it opens again. No one's there again. Oh, but it's on a different now floor. Now it's on now. a different floor. So it went down. Yeah, because one of the buttons. Oh, uh, yes. She went down one floor. It went, it down. went down one floor. But she's not She's on. not in it. Okay. okay. Wow. So sorry for those that are listening. I'm sure that's not the funnest to listen to a video in your car or something or wherever you are. But hopefully we gave a good commentary. <laughs> so, yeah, this this footage is literally the last time anyone. I mean, anything or anyone saw her alive as far as we know. Yeah, that was it. That was like the last known footage of her before she disappeared. And if she hadn't have done all that weird shit with her hands and pressed all the buttons and there was like yeah. the creepy element of it not shutting, I would think it was just her hiding from someone in the hotel. I mean, she has men's shorts on. So it's kind of like maybe she was with a man and put shorts on, yeah. put his shorts on and left. But that's um, why. But then when she starts tripping like that, yeah, that doing changes the little everything. Hand, I mean, doing the little hand things, you start you're like, yeah, you tripping on something, man. Like it looked like she was like a little on weird. like acid or something. Looks a little crazy. And so this video footage went viral, obviously, because it it's very strange. It's honestly a little spooky. It's very spooky, and it's it is almost horror like. It's almost like you know something you would see out of a horror because just. Her facial expressions, the fact that she hops out, kind of looks scared, then hides in the corner, and then gets out and does these weird hand gestures. It's God. very, very bizarre. And seriously, though, why didn't the elevator doors close the whole time? Like after she'd gotten in, and like usually when you hop into an elevator and press one of the buttons, it shuts like within a few seconds. She pressed multiple buttons, which shouldn't affect whether or not the elevator doors close or close or not. And it stayed open for so long. And then after she got off, it decides to close. That's pretty weird. Yeah. That's really fucking weird. I know. Like, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I know. She was standing there quite a while with it open, too. Yeah. And for it to finally close after and then start moving. Yeah. And it clearly was fine. It started going down. No, like I know. Then it went normal after she had uh, probably left like the, the area. The elevator was like possessed to not move or to not let her get off that floor yeah so like weird. she was trapped on that imagine floor if she had tried to like take the stairs instead she'd probably be fine the only thing that i can think of possibly and i i have no idea because i don't know elevators <laughs> i'm not an elevator guy but maybe 
the the way that she pressed those buttons or something or the order or pattern or something maybe these elevators have like a disable feature or something like if they're pressed too many times or like maybe it like just causes it to like yeah. stop for a while That's what I like said stop for a few minutes you did oh okay but yeah no it's okay <laughs> i just was saying yeah um yeah it's just like how it started randomly after a while though no that's what i'm but maybe i'm saying what stuck. i'm saying is like maybe it does like a minute you know how like other devices and stuff if you press a bunch of buttons like your computer or something it kind of locks up for like yeah. a minute and you yeah. have to just wait for it to kind of unlock itself before you can start oh, using okay. it again okay, you see I what i'm saying yeah 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 so maybe the way she pressed the buttons or the pattern she pressed it in is like some sort of like disable feature or yeah. lock feature but wouldn't the hotel say that though the reason like why didn't the hotel say well the reason the elevator well, stopped is because we have tell. it set up for this whatever. you can't tell from the video how would they know the video footage is too grainy to really see what buttons she pushed you could easily see what buttons she pushed. They're light, lit up. I could see them. No, but what exact? Like I'm saying that maybe you do one, two, B, parking garage. Like there's a certain code, code to it. Why there could be? That's what I'm saying. Or maybe she pressed but a code for a minute delay. I don't know. Maybe you never know. Like maybe they would. That's what I'm saying. Is I could see a code for completely sh stopping it. But I don't know. I mean, what do I know? I'm not a fucking yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe expert. there's like a certain code that like the elevator technicians press yeah to like disable it temporarily or something. I don't know. It's just right. a thought. Okay. Just a thought. Just a thought. Okay, so due to her mysterious disappearance, a lot of theories have made the rounds. Yes, obviously, because when there's Clearly. an unsolved anything, the theories internet pop up. Detectives get to work like me. <laughs> um. One theory was that she was trying to escape from some unseen pursuer, whether real or not. Okay, I'm not even going to... I don't do well reading stuff. That's the first theory, is that there was someone trying to come after her. Yeah. And whether... And at this point, we don't know if this is a physical person. We don't know if this is some sort of supernatural force that's after her. I mean, we have no idea. But it, it, it would explain the weird evasive behavior and watching her hide like why would you you only hide when you feel like you're being chased by something right so that would you know if somebody was chasing her or she felt like she's being chased by maybe some invisible force or something yeah well her oh, the hand motions make it so weird but i mean if i didn't see the the weird hand motions i would have just thought I mean, there's a lot of rapes that happen in hotels. It's like very, very common because it's hotel. It's like easy, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I was thinking it's possible. I mean, maybe someone drugged her though. Right. It could have been, I and mean, that was a side effect of the drug, like GHB or is that ecstasy. What is it GHB? Is the date rape drug? Well, some GHB. people have speculated that she could have been on ecstasy, even GHB um, drug, and that. I don't know. Maybe that's something to do with the fact that she was suffering from yeah. depression. Club drug or date rape drug. Yeah. Um, that she was what? That may she could have been using ecstasy. She could have been on ecstasy possibly because when you're on ecstasy, you typically could do, you know, want to like do weird things with your hands. But and don't you like have that. like quite a bit of control when you're on ecstasy to the like depends though. Depends on the person. Yeah, typically you do. But she was also on other medications. I mean, there's a lot of things that could play into this. She was, she suffered from depression and bipolar uh, personality disorder. And mm -hmm. so maybe she was having some kind and, you know, maybe it wasn't drugs and maybe she was just having a psychotic episode or something. 
or she, she was, was drugged and because she has um maybe she had developing schizophrenia or some type of other mental illness and being drugged makes it worse that's a possibility too i mean as long as we're talking about this theory right now of it being someone else yeah no it's it's very possible okay should we go through yeah do you know where you're at yes no oh yeah we talked about this okay a few weeks after lamb's strange disappearance Hotel residents began to complain of lower water pressure and strange tasting discolored water. This is fucking disgusting. <laughs> so there was time people would turn on their faucets and it was black water for like a few seconds. Yeah. 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 And then it would run clear. But <sighs> what? So. OK, so I guess we haven't even explained what happened. Um, We're getting there. <laughs> so. does Why does this? So, yeah. Okay. So. The okay, water pressure was low, and mm -hmm. on February 19, 2013, so this is a few weeks later after she disappeared. That's what's One crazy about this is that she, she's she been gone for a few weeks. Okay. So people had already seen the footage, right? When she was yes. still not found. So people were running with all these theories right, exactly. before they found her. That's why we just talked about the footage. So the worker... Some hotel worker, I think it was like a custodian or something, was sent to go check on the water tank since so many guests were calling down like, yo, my water is black. <laughs> Tastes Ew. nasty as fuck. Yeah. Um, so these water tanks are suspended 10 feet over a heavily secured area with alarm systems in place. Which um, is what you would expect. I mean, it's on the roof. Yeah. And usually you can't get roof access to a no. hotel. It's usually locked doors or security yeah, systems. Because people can jump off. Right. People can do crimes up there. So it makes sense that no one would have access to this area. If you've seen How to Get Away with Murder, there's a water tank murder in that. Oh, um, yeah. But anyway, one of the water tanks was opened. I'm surprised no one had even gone up there. What the hell? They did. The police went up there. But why was the tank open then? No, the... They opened the tank. It was closed. The tank was closed. It wasn't open when it was found when it they says, went up there. When the water water tanks were opened. When oh, one of the yeah. I'm sorry. This is why it's hard to have me read things. I don't even read things in my videos because I'm so dyslexic. It's so hard to read. Okay. So inside of one of the water tanks, they found the waterlogged corpse of Elisa Lamb. It was found nearly three weeks after she had mysteriously disappeared. So just floating face down in one of these water tanks that people have been drinking out of that For have been showering out of weeks, three weeks. I'm, so, you know, like I'm a little, I mean, I guess it would take because I was like, well, maybe, you know, why did it take so long for them to realize the water pressure is bad? You would think that yeah. if you had a body floating in a tank, you would, there would be some sign or maybe the maintenance would check the tanks more often or yeah. like, why was no. it like weeks at a time? That How about the fact that someone went missing from their hotel and they didn't do a full check? Like procedure would be to the tanks. do yeah, a full check, check of the whole place right, and check the tanks on the initial so... search. But, the, but the reason why is, is that these tanks are almost impossible to get to. Like I, like I'll show you later. Like there's a picture. If you scroll down, We'll put the picture up for you, but like if you look at these water tanks, it doesn't look like it's easy to get to or easy to open. These are big, really big water tanks, really heavy, solid metal tanks. Yeah, dude, there's no way I could open that. 
and she was just found completely nude covered in some sand like substance sand like substance yeah. i didn't even know that part with her clothes and belongings bobbing around she, her clothes and belongings were in the tank with her in this nasty murky water and she'd been in the tank for a couple weeks just decomposing so that would explain you know until the body starts decomposing you probably wouldn't necessarily notice a change in the water color or pressure you know it would take some time for that to happen so mm. i guess it kind of makes sense but again your your point of why the hell when they did a search of the roof did they not think hmm maybe somebody could have hopped in one of these water tanks or maybe that'd be a place to stash a body yeah because it doesn't look like there's much else going on up on the roof so the fact that they didn't check it but the re i guess the reason why is like this like why would anybody be able to get there other than like the maintenance crew yeah because the rooftop was pretty well secured and had a bunch of alarm systems and none of them had gone off there was no record of an alarm being tripped or anything on the roof mm -hmm. so that's really odd and the tank is in a very difficult to reach spot and there's no ladder at the scene how the hell did she climb up there dude oh my god there's no ladder there's no ladder there's no Prince, Maybe that's nothing. why they didn't think to check because it would be like fucking impossible yeah, to get it would be nearly impossible to get up in, in there. by yourself But still someone could have put her in there. So right. they still should have checked. They still should have checked Notice how these crazy cases normally involve shitty police work. Yeah, yeah pretty Yeah, you're very right. There's so many cases where Weird just all this weird shit happens and mm -hmm. the police do an absolutely dismal job at investigating it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, because how did a so Elisa Lamb, Elisa uh, Lamb, Elisa <laughs> Lamb was a really a fairly small, you know, average size woman. She was five and a half feet, 120 pounds. So somehow when she was possibly either drugged or having a psychotic episode, hauled her ass up to the tank, got undressed and then jumped into the tank with all of her stuff. How does that happen? That doesn't make any sense. Mm -mm. It just how how do you do this? This is interesting though. So the Cecil's uh, like chief maintenance guy or, or engineer uh, Pedro Tovar Noted that there are only four ways to get onto the roof. There's three fire escapes, which you can get to uh, Via the interior doors and one staircase from the 14th floor However, an alarm will sound if someone attempts to open the door to the roof if it is not deactivated first Something that typically only hotel employees would be able to do if the alarm sounds it is audible to the front desk as well as the 14th and 15th floors Assuming one could get onto the roof undetected Tovar said that you would first have to climb up to the platform the tank sits on then squeeze between them and the other plumbing equipment There you would need to find another ladder. So <laughs> It's multiple platforms even get to the tank You'd have to have another ladder, which you could use to climb onto one of the four tanks. And each of the tank lids is heavy metal, which you'd have to be able to open before you could even get inside. So clearly this is, I mean, this is probably why there's so much speculation and questions about how did she end up in this tank? Because how the hell does a small woman like her 
somehow managed to climb up on these tanks, open a heavy ass metal lid, open it up enough so she can hop in and, and, then and take close her clothes it. off at some point. Yeah. Why would she strip down? And who would? And then close the heavy ass door to lock yeah. herself in, to drown. If if this was a suicide or accidental drowning, that's how it would have to be done. And again, like you just said, why did she take her? Why would you take your clothes off if you're just going to kill yourself, you know, and drown yourself? Well, and and I would like to point out there's a lot of people that think that she uh, killed herself on purpose. And I think it's it's very hard to kill yourself by drowning. I think it's actually impossible. I'm pretty sure I've heard that it's almost impossible to drown. Well, it's not impossible if you like jump in a tank like this and shut the lid on yourself. Yeah. If you put up a, but it's, it's impossible to like get underwater and like, well, yeah, it's impossible to like, just like keep yourself underwater without something forcing you to be underwater. It's very difficult. It's impossible to kill yourself by holding your breath above whatever it'd be. Yeah. Cause you would need some sort of force holding you under because your, your natural reaction yeah, or is like to tiredness or something or like, yeah, you'd have to be like stranded impaired. in sea or something or. Yeah. On major drugs. It's just, I'm just noting it's a out. weird way to commit suicide. Right. That's, out of all the, yeah. like, you that's could a drug great yourself point. or, or you know. if this is what she wanted to do would commit suicide, why not just jump off of the roof? Yeah. Totally. Why not go onto the roof and then just jump off and then call it good? And, you know, if, if it's really suicide. Yeah. It seems very, that's why I just don't believe the suicide theory because it's so, it's just so odd. It, it, that's the weirdest way I would have ever heard. I don't know. Yeah, it's extremely weird. And so the police, they find the body in, in the tanks. And again, they go back to the elevator footage and they begin to scrutinize it further. And from the video footage, like we explained earlier, it just shows a frustrated young woman trying to get to the elevator to work, exiting it, reentering it. And doing the weird hand gestures, that's that's really weird. I mean, to me, that signifies either drugs or, you know, just a psychotic episode or something. And or maybe she was just trying to do it to try to get the elevator sensors to to work. You know, maybe she was just trying to, like, get the doors to close yeah. with those weird hand gestures, like trying to well, wave Well, I would get that something. if you were doing it in front right. of the door, yeah. but yeah. she was completely out in the hallway doing it in a different direction, so. But the fact that she clearly looks like she's trying to hide from somebody and and it does actually look like she, at one point she may be talking to someone um, off the screen, like she had gone out of the elevator and like maybe had been talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. And of course, why does the the door appear to only work after she has left the elevator, you know, after several minutes of not seeing her on the video? That's very, very bizarre. So, by the way, I just wanted a quick note because I saw comments about this. If you guys see me yawning a lot, I've been yawning so much since this podcast started. Um, it's I think it's an anxiety thing for me because not that I have anxiety right now, but I get nervous talking about these cases. I get really into it and I yawn. I don't know. I've like always had that problem. Like, and it, a yawn is never enough. So just wanted to point that out because I, I didn't, some people were like, Kendall looks bored. Kendall looks tired. <laughs> I do have chronic fatigue. So maybe that's why, but 
I'm not tired. I'm extremely into this. I we just kind of I get like resting nap. bitch face sometimes too on here because like when I think I look like really angry or like someone said I was being mean to you. <laughs> them, I was like, no, so I just mean. get so passionate about this stuff. Oh, look. Oh, wow. I am broken out in a full rash right now on my chest. This happens every single time I get passionate about anything. So just wanted to. Just wanted to side note. I think you should keep reading because I have like the yawns really bad okay. right now. No I'm, worries. No I'm worries. just a struggle bus. I feel like no you worries. should just read all the time, actually. Sure thing. <laughs> I, it's fine. I'm I'm a good reader. I played that reader rabbit as a kid. You remember reader rabbit? Sorry, oh, random thought. Hell yeah. No reader rabbit. Anybody out there play reader rabbit? <laughs> How about I don't Freddy know Fish? why that just popped into my Pajama head. Pajama Sam. Dude, Oops. Freddy Fish was my shit because, and you know why? It was a mysteries. It was like solve the mysteries, pajama sandwich. Or stuff. like, uh, I've always loved this shit. Wasn't there one called like Carmen? Where's Carmen? Carmen? Yes. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Yeah. That was my jam. That was awesome. That was a great. Gu- game. Remember they'd call you Gumshoe. Gumshoe. Oh yeah. yeah. Like you're an assistant Gumshoe. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Dude, we should get that game out and like try to play it. It Dude, was so fun. It was like where where could she be? And you're like taking planes. All right, sorry guys. Sometimes I feel like we need to do have a little, especially little when break. we're talking about like such a heavy topic like this. Like this yeah. is such a it makes me upset. I'm so emotional about, about it. I'm like so hot right now. I just feel it's. I hate unsolved things. I feel so bad for these people. You know. Yeah, I do too. And she was a she was a very promising young woman, and seems like she was struggling with depression. She had ongoing depression and. She had other mental health issues, which she often wrote about in her blog. And uh, she actually had a slogan on her blog um, that's a quote by author Chuck uh, Polinick. And the quote is, you're always haunted by the idea of wasting your life. Interesting. Well, I, th- I feel like that's such a good quote for her, too, because she, I mean, so anyone who's like brave enough and adventurous enough to go on a huge trip at age 21 by themselves you know, so she was clearly about life experiences and living it up. Live it up. Yeah. Live it up. So that's Travel. also why the suicide theory is weird. Right. Well, that's exactly what we're talking about is she had these ongoing issues like mental health issues, but who doesn't have mental health issues? I mean, we all have, Me. you know, our Just issues got back from the psychiatrist <laughs> <laughs> looking at you over there. No, I, I, I have mental issues of just being <laughs> too too deep sometimes mental issues of being too deep okay yeah but i mean yes it's hard to be a human but uh, elisa had been taking several different medications for her bipolar disorder and her ongoing depression Mm -hmm. and those included wellbutrin and uh actually i don't know if you you're you're you've used uh or been prescribed on wellbutrin for four years and just found out today it's like targeted it's for depression and I need it for anxiety and the doctor literally has been giving me the wrong medication for three years people That's what's wrong with our healthcare system. They just prescribed this I've been waiting for it to work for three years and I just found out It doesn't even help anxiety, but yes, I've been on Wellbutrin. It's a pretty strong drug I've been on it for straight up. What are years. the have you had any side effects from it four years now? Damn. um I don't know because I can't even tell if I thought it was helping me. I thought I'd be way worse so right now if, to make if I you wasn't on more it. More just like positive. Like I, I don't know. I've never I've never had depression. Well, it it or been targets on depression clinical de- uh, depression, which is not always 
you know, people are often confused about depression because they think it's like something where something happened to you and you're sad because someone died or you're sad because you don't think you're good enough or it's not always the case. Like sometimes it's completely just chemicals in your brain. That's what it was for me when I first got on this medication four years ago. So is it like just kind of like a mood booster or is it just yeah. totally doing like chemical stuff in your brain to help kind of like level out your your like dopamine and all your different levels? It, she was just explaining it to me. I'm so bad. I know it doesn't have serotonin in it. So it's not a serotonin booster? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, we're not doctors, so it's really hard to talk. But <laughs> Come Lamictal, on. actually, I can talk about Lamictal. I just realized my sister was on Lamictal for seizures. Yeah. She an, uh, thought we thought she had epilepsy. It was something else. But anti epileptic Dude, that's medication. a strong fucking drug that was really hard for my sister to be on i remember which they use it to treat bipolar disorder as well yes it's i find it odd like i don't understand how these medications they like develop these uh medications for a particular type of issue so well butrin for depression uh lamictal for anti-epileptic but somehow it's also good for other things like that yeah. doesn't make sense to me. Like, how yeah. does that work exactly? Do you, I mean, I'm not expecting well, like you to for, know the answer. No, I do know how it works. Actually, I was just at a psychiatry appointment, so uh, <laughs> Great. I just Explain learned about all this. For the I, first I have time. no idea because I've never been on a regular prescription medication ever. Oh I've my god, you're so had, lucky. No, I know. I'm, I'm on so many lucky. things. Like I use Advil like once a month, and I'm good. Like I don't oh. use any medications at all. That's the thing is I'm on so many, I don't know what the side effects are anymore, and I don't know what is a side right. effect and what is just how I am. Right. <laughs> um, but what was the other one you were just asking about? No, oh. I was asking about how like how they how they develop a medication for so like Lamictal, they develop it for um, epilepsy, but yeah. then it's also somehow yeah. good for bipolar disorder. Yeah, it's the same with Vyvanse. It's a medic. It's a medication for ADHD, but it's also um, worked. It's used for um, uh, binge eating patients, and uh, it just Prozac, seems like two two sides of like the spectrum. Like, yeah, how? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> what's going on? That how does that help? Yeah, I don't know, and it's something. It's I don't know. I think it's because it's changing your brain. It must so be it, the it brain has effects of it. Yeah, you know. So like Prozac, also um, is used to treat bulimia. Yeah. So, yeah. Huh. Yeah. There's all kinds of drugs that are used in multiple different ways. But anyway, those aren't like extremely out of the ordinary. I guess. No, I it's it's pretty. I mean, it, it's not like, you know, it's not like she was on like schizophrenia medication no. or something i mean mm -hmm. i don't even know what medication you'd use for that but neither um but as far as we know it seems like um elisa had been coping well for the most part and at one point she claims that she had had a relapse um but we don't really know exactly what that relapse is or what she's talking about when she said that and this is coming from her blog and her blog also offers other clues to her mental condition um her tone does seem to fluctuate um, wildly from happy and outgoing to depressed sulky and self-deprecating depending on the day and sometimes even within the same post which is not totally out of the ordinary for somebody with bipolar disorder so you know nothing that really raises you know eyebrows there but apparently she mentions having been raped at one point and apparently this was maybe a uh, something that contributed to her depression. I mean, Oh, completely. I mean, obviously 
I wouldn't ever say a name, but I have someone very close to me that has been raped and it's, it changed like her whole life. Like she's still struggling years later. So absolutely that can really change things for you. So, yeah, I mean, that would definitely, I mean, I can't even imagine what that would be like and you know, how you'd feel after that, but I can imagine you would most definitely be very depressed. Very. Yeah. So, so the spec, you know, the idea or the theory is that, you know, this depression and mental instability had spiraled into a full-blown bipolar disorder and psychosis. And this was the, um, this is what ended up causing, uh, Elisa to, Elisa to kill herself. And she just was in this, you know, fit of rage and just kind of lost her mind. And this is one of the theories, um, that, you know, she may have decided to just kill herself and mm-hmm. odd way to kill yourself but it, it's possible we don't know but it's possible. i just think that's so so bizarre because we, why not jump if you want to like drown right. jump off a bridge right. or something sorry these it's, it sounds really weird to talk about suicide this way but it just feels very unlikely to me that she would have chosen that way to do that although all of these things does make sense for someone who was struggling with suicidal thoughts so at the same time if it was a different way, I would go with this theory a lot more. The suicide. If she jumped yeah. off or drugged yeah. herself or something. So she, yeah, she obviously had mental health issues. She was battling depression and her hotel roommates had complained that she was acting strange. Um, but there's, there's not necessarily any red flags or markers that would um, st- stand out to indicate that she was suicidal. Uh, through her blog posts, her contact with her friends and family. So it seems like it would have been very shocking and surprising if she had committed suicide because her, her family were yeah. like, we, you know, we would have never saw that coming. And who on vacation? I mean, if you were going to, there are people that go away when they're going to kill themselves. That's actually super common. Go into a hotel to do it. But it's not, it's not as common to do it. like on a huge trip all across California that you've planned. If you're going to do something like that, you go and, you know, right away. You don't like go on a vacation. Right. I mean, you're happy on vacation. You're happy when you're traveling. Unless, unless she randomly had some sort of psychotic episode, just lost her shit and decided, just did a crazy thing and commit suicide. (sighs) But again, going back, how did she get in the tank? How, yeah. why, if she got to the roof, why would she just jump off? Why would she choose to like drown herself inside this water tank? How'd she get into it physically? Too many, too many, you know, questions around that to really make me believe that it was, you know, suicide. But it's possible that she may have been under the influence of some, some sort of drug other than the drugs she was taking um, yeah. for her mental condition. So it's possible. But this theory is literally been debunked because the toxicology reports that turned um that they did when they did the autopsy turned up no signs of drugs or alcohol in the system and she had no history of drug or alcohol abuse to begin with so that's pretty much xed right there mm. so can, yeah, your, can drugs like leave your body though after three weeks i mean or like that that's you know? the thing is like depending on the drug mm-hmm. i mean i don't see i don't know what what how drugs would you know how your body would deal with drugs in your system post-mortem like once you're gone yeah 
how do like how does does your body system i think your body system keeps going for a little bit like you know it takes a little while for it so it's possible for i i remember reading about about this before and i think it's at least like a day 24 hours maybe four it's a little while after you're dead that your body you know your systems kind of keep going like you keep keep going you know even though you're you're gone so i think it is possible that she may have had some sort of date rape drug or something mm-hmm. along those lines in her system yeah and by the time i mean she was decomposing in a tank for three weeks i really i really really think it could have been ghb because i remember reading somewhere that that can leave your system and that after three weeks you may not be able to detect it um i remember listening to a whole guy on like a podcast or something talking about this that was like an expert on this case so i think there's a good chance of that and if she was already suffering from other mental issues or she was just raped maybe would cause you to act like that or have a weird reaction with ghb yeah i mean it's totally possible and to make to make matters even more crazy and almost sinister in a way is that um the autopsy report for her body uh it took four months and there were tons so let me back up a little bit we're going to talk briefly about just how bad the police did at this and just it seems like missed things everywhere the autopsy report took four months to complete um and there were tons of delays before the report was finally released four months yeah well maybe her body was in very odd condition from being in water for three weeks but what's interesting is that apparently it was originally announced that it would be released the week after her death because normally it's pretty quick normally it's like pretty quick but four months like what's going on with that that's that's a little odd that is very odd and and this is according to like elise uh elisa's um family and other witnesses to this um like hotel staff and other people involved with this case and they said that the authorities were uh strangely non-transparent evasive and uncooperative with the press so when reporters are digging into this they're not having much they're not getting much out of the authorities which let's which i guess i'll just go out and come out and say it the autopsy report the coroner uh basically concluded that this was an accidental drowning there was not a, there was not signs according to the coroner of suicide here they ruled this the official ruling of this case is that she just accidentally drowned drowned how can they even say that when yeah. she was in a water tank if she was found in a pool yeah maybe drowning makes sense but why the hell was she in the tank in the beginning that's what they concluded yeah it was ruled an accidental drowning. Well, they probably determined that the cause of death was drowning. Right. Yes. That's what I'm saying. They don't They're know saying if... that she was mentally unstable. She. Oh, that's so interesting, actually, because if they if they found out that I didn't even think about this, if they found out that she died of drowning and that was the cause, then it's not like someone killed her and then stashed her body there. And there well, was no that, other report of how she died. That's what's interesting is that how would somebody like kill her and there not be any traces of anything else other than she just drowned and naked i mean and she was hiding mean... in the video so so i'm sorry the police concluded that it was a suicide okay due to accidental drowning 
The police. Yes. So okay. that's what the official police report is. That so the coroner said. The coroner said the cause of death was drowning. Okay, that makes sense. That's then. what they said. Okay. But the overall, it was suicide. She was unstable. She lost her shit. Somehow climbed the tank, hopped in the tank, closed it, and drowned herself. That's the police theory. That's the police. That's the official official theory going on i here. seriously wish police departments wouldn't have such pressure or feel like they have to come to a conclusion if it's unsolved and you can't like without a doubt say that she killed herself why are you like saying that that's the cause of death you shouldn't like because then people don't look into it further it should be unsolved Un like why isn't that more common it's like police departments just want to wrap it up of course put a they bow do. on that's, it and be done right. no more well, pressure no more questions that's that's how if you're a detective working on this case. You're, the goal is to clo close that case as fast as possible. Plus, they have a tons of other cases they're working on. So yeah. the idea is to move through the cases as fast as possible. Basically, there's not enough resources. There's not enough detectives to really spend the time. Like They, they need like one person that's dedicated to this that yeah. is going to explore every option. But they don't do that. Well, did her family hire a private, private detective? Um, I actually don't know that. Um. I know that they uh, they uh, actually uh, brought about a lawsuit against the Cecil Hotel for wrongful death. Um, they're trying to sue the Cecil Hotel. I'll blame them, dude. I but would be if I though, was staying in that hotel. I would have sued the fuck out of them for the water. Ew, dude! I would rage. I would. <laughs> oh my God, I wonder if all the guests had to be notified. Like of everyone who stayed there for the past three weeks. Do you think they had to call and like say, yo, so this is kind of awkward, but you were, there was a dead yeah. body in the water tank the so whole you time you were here and you were drinking water that was with her body. Had a decompo decomposing body in it. That's oh, disgusting. God, it makes me want to throw up. But I, I come back. I mean, it is odd that it took four months for them to to come up with. It was a suicide due to accidental drown to drowning basically she killed herself by drowning in this tank it took four months for the authorities to to come up with that answer it's i mean to me that seems like something they should have been able to figure out like straight off the bat after they like yeah. within a week after discovering her if that was the if that was the you know conclusion they were going to come come to with this case like yeah. why did it take four months to to figure that out Ugh. That's and why so were long. why were they so you know sketchy about you know about answering questions around her death and just being odd i can't even like that would make sense if there was some like conspiracy angle or like someone who would you know but that doesn't like but why how? would the police cover up i don't know this is so confusing all right so now getting to um some of the residents that were that were there that were interviewed um so apparently these residents were on the fourth floor of the CISO hotel um, where Elisa had actually been staying. Um, and they claimed that the, the police had not once interviewed them while the investigation was taking place. That, and this seems to be a, a kind of a trend with investigations that police aren't, aren't interviewing everybody yeah. that could have seen aren't something, known up. something could have, they just, it's like, yeah. Kate, well, maybe you know. they want to, you know, like I said, wrap it up real quick and like having someone else's input throws right. them off and sends throws them a wrench for a into everything. Yeah. So that's that's why there is a conspiracy around this case that maybe there's a cover up um, 
going on with the police somehow. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's enough evidence to go that far to say that the police somehow were involved with this and then covered it up. But it is very odd that it took this long to figure out the cause of death and everything. Very odd. And actually, so this this case is so popular and the footage went viral. So obviously all the amateur, you know, web sleuths out there, you know, took a stab at it. And people have analyzed this video and some some have pointed out that um, the original full video may have been secretly replaced with a shorter version, missing a minute of footage. Yeah, I did see a lot about this. Yeah. And that some parts may have been slowed down or changed in some way. Yeah. And apparently you can see in the video there was a there's a time jump, which yeah. is odd. So that would indicate that the video was altered in some way. Yeah. And I think people have like sped it up to like the right timing. And that's because like in my video, I had footage of the, the door closing really quickly. And that was like what people believe is the real footage that maybe the elevator doors were like slamming and opening, which looks a little more paranormal. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe this was all about like the CISO hotel and like bad press for them because this is a haunted hotel and maybe yeah. they were trying to shake that reputation. They're like, oh, fuck, someone else died here because we'll get more into all the weird things that happened there. But yeah, actually, we'll we'll dive in that here in a sec. But I wanted to bring this up, too, because this is really bizarre. Um, apparently, and I looked everywhere for this, but apparently there's another piece of hotel surveillance footage um, which I would assume the police have, so maybe they still possess this, but apparently uh, some people have seen footage that it appears to show Elisa entering the building with two men under mysterious circumstances. And I, again, I couldn't find it. Otherwise I would have, I would definitely show you guys, but um, apparently there is surveillance footage of her entering um, the hotel with two men. And, and this is, this is backed up by oh, police wow. detective Tanell. Um, he described the footage saying, we did see her come in with two gentlemen. She had, um, they had a box and gave it to her. And then uh, they went up into. Um, she went upstairs into or, her elevator. Right. And we never saw them again. Hmm. So they gave her a box and then took off. Yeah. Ooh, That's... interesting. Maybe they gave her some type of drug. Like she bought something to have like an experience. Like she was like, I'm here in California. Like there's easier access to certain drugs I want to try. And she like hooked up with these guys and they gave her something in a box. It's possible. Cause I mean, the, the, the only way that this makes sense is that she had some crazy drug. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what drug it would be. Cause I mean, it may, I mean, maybe I mean, she was all into or, blogging. I don't no, no, no. Or like maybe no, it no. was like salvia or something. I think I it was, know. if she, if she did it, I'm sure it was to like, have it have a psychedelic experience and like especially when she was doing that with her hands um i don't know i mean i guess it's like confusing though because i guess it could be found in her system but maybe it wasn't something that's like tested on drugs maybe it was something new or yeah for those of you who don't know there's uh drugs there's a um psych uh psychedelic drug in like frog skin venom certain kind of frog and people like get it out and smoke this frog venom like there's all kinds of drugs that are like natural from plants and right. stuff could be something that they just necessarily didn't test for. Maybe right. that's why it was in a box. Absolutely. It could have been some unknown substance that n wouldn't show up on a toxicology report even. Yeah. So it's pot. I mean, it, it almost seems sort of likely, but why and 
why would they escort to the hotel with this? I mean, and two men, it's just, it's very bizarre. It just adds to this. <laughs> it, it just adds to the, you know, odd oddness of this case. I mean, it's just bizarre. And, um, what's crazy is that there's also people that believe that there may be some sort of supernatural explanation for this. And before we talk about that specifically, this hotel, the Cecil hotel does have a very dark and ominous history. Um, there's a lot of fucked up shit that went down in that hotel. Um, so to give you a brief history of the hotel, um, it started as a moderately upscale hotel in the 1920s, uh, for the business clientele, but then the great depression hit. So this is an old ass hotel. Um, and the area around the hotel, uh, deteriorated, um, during the 1930s and it turned into just a cheap, uh, cheap accommodation for, you know, sketchy, transient, shady characters, prostitutes, drug, you know, drug dealers, gangsters. Mm -hmm. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Um, and a really dicey reputation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So during this time, a couple killers came through the hotel's doors. And one of those was serial killer Richard the Night Stalker Ramirez. Oh, geez. I don't and even know who that is. Jack um, Unterweger. And apparently the serial killer Richard Ramirez stayed in a room on the top floor of the hotel in 1985. And at the time... Um, he was very active. He actually ended up killing 13 victims uh, while he stayed at this hotel. Oh, my God. You could never get away with that today, by the way, at a hotel. I mean, yeah, clearly there's still serial killers that kill people. But in a hotel where there's like cameras and so much technology and all these people to see you. And yeah, it'd be pretty hard to be a serial killer in a hotel these days and not leave any evidence in the hotel. I mean, what was this guy doing? Well, he wasn't. He, I don't think he was actually killing in the hotel he was killing outside of it oh but he, he was just staying there right he would come back to the hotel and dump his bloody clothes in the hotel dumpster and oh. then enter through the back door of the hotel okay so well, i was gonna say like if he was killing people on the hotel that would explain like the haunted right aspect but, but definitely bringing bad juju in there for sure oh yeah um and then this other guy is this Aus austrian serial killer um unterweger and he went on a murderous rampage across several countries killing prostitutes. Um, and he also stayed at the Cecil Hotel in 1991. And while he was staying there, he killed three prostitutes in the Los Angeles area um, who he, you know, beat, yeah. sexually assaulted and strangled. Um, and uh, the police believe that this guy may have stayed at the Cecil Hotel specifically because the other serial killer Ramirez had stayed there. But that's that's just sort of like, you know, coincidence that those guys were there. But there's also a long history of numerous suicides at the hotel, um, especially during the 50s and 60s. It was a popular spot for people to end their own lives by jumping from the windows of the upper floors. Mm -hmm. Now, this this would definitely raise some suspicion and cause for concern of supernatural activity for sure. Multiple people hurled themselves out of windows um, there was, yeah, multiple suicides there. Um, one person was found dead in their hotel room after being beaten, raped, stabbed, and strangled. And no perpetrator was ever found in 1964. Mm. And this murder remains unsolved to this day. Odd. Interesting. I don't know. For, that's kind of weird, though. What if there was like a CISO hotel serial killer that's like somehow 
just like randomly chose her as a victim or something. I don't know. That just came to my mind. Yeah. But yeah, this this hotel has got a just a very sinister history. Oh, real quick before I lose this thought. Um, it's possible that someone like drowned her in a bathtub or somewhere else and then put her in the tank because then it would explain like the accidental drowning element of it, how she died. Maybe someone drowned her somewhere else and then right. How do we or know the pool. she? I guess the pool would be hard, but like probably in a bathtub. It's possible for sure. Yeah. But based upon this crazy history of this hotel and just her strange behavior um, in the ho- in the uh, elevator, this is has people thinking that possibly there is some sort of maybe demonic force or supernatural force in this hotel that could be responsible for the death of Elisa Lamb. Oh, interesting. Another rumor is that the Cecil Hotel was one of the last places where Elizabeth Short was. I just did a video on her, otherwise known as the Black Dahlia. Stayed there before her grisly and solved murder in 19, 1947. That was the one where her body was like cut up and like found in public just in a lot, a grass lot. Oh, naked. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a weird one. So, so maybe she stayed there. Because like, again, first. the fact that she was found naked is weird. Yeah, she, yeah, she was it's found weird. naked too, yeah. So obviously something happened there. I mean, yeah, she could have had a psychotic episode and just like took her clothes off. But I don't oh know. yeah, Elisa, it's really weird. Um, but the, as the theories go around this supernatural force that um, would have basically led to Lamb eventually killing, um, killing herself or being killed or possessed by these evil forces. Um, so maybe that's how she ended up in the tank. And some people claim that if you look hard enough at the elevator footage, you can see a shadow or ghostly form in the video. I actually kind of noticed that myself. Wow. Did you read this part real fast? That's interesting. Someone, this is such bad luck. There's so much bad luck surrounding this place. Yeah. Someone named Pauline, she was 27 years old. She hurled herself out of the ninth floor window and landed on a nearby passerby, George Gianni, 65. She killed him. By jumping and landing on him. Wow. Wow, that's weird. I've never even heard of that happening. They were both killed instantly. Damn. So definitely a lot of just bad shit went down at the Cecil Hotel. Yeah. God. Just craziness. Another murder. Hmm. So, yeah, so people think that possibly this hotel is extremely haunted. Could even have some sort of whether it's you know supernatural force or demonic force or something evil lurking inside this hotel that could have somehow been responsible for her death. Hmm. This is this is also another theory that exists, um, and this theory has to do with um, tuberculosis. Actually, um, th- so there's there's a lot of similarities between. Um, a outbreak of a drug resistant form of tuberculosis that rampaged through this area where the Cecil hotel is um, around the time of her death actually. So this is very odd. Apparently there's a field screening kit used by uh, medics and EMTs that was used during this outbreak called the lamb Elisa test or enzyme linked immunosorbent uh essay 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 
Um, yeah, Odd. it's called L A M dash Alisa, and it's spelled exactly the same way. Weird. So this theory goes that you know tuberculosis probably didn't have anything to do with her death but it's important to know that one of the drugs used to treat this disease is called uh oh man asanyazid asanyazid it looks like asanyazid i don't know but apparently this drug (laughs) causes this weird abnormal behavior mass confusion you know maybe even hallucinations so it's you know it's this is not there's not solid proof behind this at all but it could just be a crazy coincidence that yeah this was going on at doesn't the time. make a lot of sense no no but this one is the one that you were telling me about earlier and that's the similarity between her death and the 2002 japanese horror movie dark water mm-hmm. yeah in that movie the girl dies falling into a water tank in a rundown apartment building while trying to retrieve her dropped bag she dropped a bag in the water tank? Yeah. How how does that accident happen? When why? Yeah, what? So that doesn't make sense either. No. She drowns in the water and the tank leaks into the building below, haunting it with her spirit. Oh my god, dude. If you what if you drank that water and like all the people who drank it are now like cursed or haunted or yeah, like Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. Oh god. Ew so fucking disgusting <laughs> oh god yeah so that's what happened in the movie the movie saw an american remake in 2005 jennifer jennifer call whatever i don't know who these people are but the american uh, version adds further weirdness to the coincidence because of the two characters names in the film one of the characters named delilah like or dahlia like the black dahlia and another is named cecilia similar to the name cecilia that's odd and that might just Ooh. be coincidence but that's is bizarre dahlia and cecilia and these movies had scenes of malfunctioning elevator doors hmm. well dahlia and cecilia were super popular names back then though yeah so i i i'm just i'm saying that it's just coincidence yeah but it but is weird mm, yeah but this one is interesting too and this 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 theory is kind of out there but it is interesting maybe she was playing the elevator game Yes, that's a big theory. That's because what everyone on the internet thinks. People have studied and just scrutinized and picked apart the elevator footage. And I don't know how you could see this, but apparently the sequence of buttons that uh, she pushes in the elevator um, seems to be 14, 10, 7, 4, B, and block hold button. Well, okay, so there is some weirdness to that, I guess. The fact that this... That's the order, but that is also that makes sense. It's a row of three numbers, so fourteen, ten, seven, four, B, block and hold would make sense. She just went down in a line, right? So I don't know if that was like purposely planned, like she was like entering a code, or if she just happened to like, you know, right? Again, just coincidence, probably. But this this is you know, these are theories pulled from forums and web sleuths and you know people that really really went all in on this on this case and yeah this game's supposed to be a south korean game and i think the rules of the game you're you have to be in an empty building though like you have to be the only one there so i don't even know yeah but apparently if you press the buttons a certain way or in a certain certain order and follow the set of rules according to the game 
you would be able to travel to different dimensions or something. That's really crazy and weird. Huh. So maybe she was like seeing something. Maybe if she, there really is a paranormal element to this, when she was like looking, like doing this, maybe she was feeling something or yeah, or hallucinating. She could even, yeah. even been hallucinating something. Yeah, maybe she had a plan to like take this weird drug and then try this weird game. I don't know. It seems weird. Um. Yeah, apparently, there's some Bible correlation between some uh, Bible verses based upon the numbers that she pushed. I don't know. I don't think there's too much to really talk about this. It seems well, let's like read them. It's interesting. I I don't know a lot about the Bible, so I'm always interested to hear a verse. So apparently with this Bible correlation theory, supposedly the numbers correspond to the John to John chapter four and then verse seven, ten, and fourteen. Um and they read as follows according to the New King James Version Bible. So John uh, chapter four, verse seven says a woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink for his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. John chapter four, verse 10 says, Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it says and who it is, who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have been, have given you living water. John chapter four, verse 14 says, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst, but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Uh, I mean, I get the water like correlation. I think that's about all the correlation is other than, I mean, I guess they're kind of saying like, maybe she's like, I don't know, maybe. I don't know. I, I really don't understand the correlation with this one, but it's it's a strange that seems coincidence. Like a huge stretch. Yeah. Was she even religious? Do we even know if she was like super religious? No, I think this is just people literally like overanalyzing the the numbers. Yeah, totally. And trying to to think, find anything yeah. to connect it to. You if know? she had like you know scrouched down and clicked like you know random ones looked like it was a specific code she was trying to type and i believe that but it looks like she straight swiped a yeah a row of numbers and that's how they line up so i don't think the the numbers have anything to do with it yeah i agree i think it's just a weird coincidence people people love when when we talk about conspiracy theories you know there's there's theories that have legitimate evidence to them and then there's just theories that people just make literally up. make up <laughs> yeah and try to connect everything in order to come up with new theories to something. So that's what I think that is. Um, some other interesting things around around this is that um, she was big with uh, big on Tumblr, and apparently her Tumblr account continued to post pictures up to six months after she died. Oh, that's um, weird. And there was an update to her blog after her death as well. Has that been confirmed by police? Uh yeah. Uh, Authorities, what? Yeah, authorities did uh, say that they speculated yeah, this is just probably because she had set up her account to automatically post images oh, for a given yeah. amount of time, which you can do. Yeah, you can do that. So it's not totally strange, but it is it is kind of eerie to yeah. to consider. Yeah, but I don't know if they, do they. I don't know anything about Tumblr, so I guess I don't know. So that that is pretty much the the theory surrounding this disappearance. Again, ultimately, the police ruled her death an accidental drowning, saying the bipolar disorder contributed to her behavior and death that night. Obviously, this did not suffice for her parents. 
David and Yina Lamb. Her parents obviously would be upset about this, like any parents would, and they filed a wrongful death suit against the Cecil Hotel in September of 2013. And the hotel, of course, you know, wanted to have this dismissed because they had no reason to believe that anyone could get into the water tank. So why would they be responsible for her death if it was secured? There is alarms. You know, these tanks are really difficult to get into. So why, you know, it, you know, in a normal situation, this wouldn't even be a question like Oh, they, wow. shouldn't, they shouldn't be responsible for that. This is an interesting side note I'm reading on Wiki. Um, she was initially assigned to a shared room on the fifth floor of the hotel, and her roommates complained, to the and the hotel's lawyer would later describe it as certain odd behavior, and she was moved to a room after her own, on her own after two days. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, that that's what that's what really throws a wrench in it for me is like... yeah. She was exhibiting odd behavior before. What kind of odd shit could you get into by yourself? Yeah. So weird. For enough for like people to be bothered by you in a room. They weren't like sharing a bedroom, right? No, she had her own room. It was just like one of those conjoined rooms. Yeah, a shared room. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, what could she possibly have been doing over there? Oh my God. It reminds me of when we were in Australia and like there was like this couple like fighting Whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was about to complain about them. So I guess you could, do, but by yourself, that's weird. So, but I was trying, sorry, I was trying to figure out what floor she was on because I was curious if she was on the same floor the that her floor, room I was believe. on. She was on the fourth floor. When she was doing yeah. the elevator thing? Oh, when she was doing the elevator thing? I don't know. I so don't she was know about staying that. on the fourth floor. I was just wondering if she was, if she happened to be on the floor. That she was staying on or if she somehow got to that floor some other way. But I don't know. Yeah, it's probably hard know. to find. I'll read you guys this real quick. This is interesting. This is the opinion of the coroner or uh, medical examiner after the autopsy was complete. Um, they concluded that the uh, descendant died as a result of drowning. A complete autopsy examination showed no evidence of trauma and toxicology studies did not show acute drug or alcohol intoxication. Descendant had a history of bipolar disorder for which she was prescribed medication. Toxicology studies were performed for the presence of these drugs. However, uh, quantitation in the blood was not performed due to limited sample availability. Therefore, interpretation is limited. Police investigation did not show evidence of foul play. A full review of the circumstances of this case and appropriate consultation do not support intent to harm oneself. The manner of death is classified as an accident. Why isn't there any other release footage of her? Like, there's so many damn cameras in a hotel. You'd think something else picked her up at some point that day. That's so Man. weird. That makes it seem like they tampered with things. Because, oh, like, wouldn't there have been footage of, like, her with someone else at some point if someone did, if there was foul play? There should have been more evidence if it was foul play. They should have found more than they did. But maybe they did. <sighs> Maybe they did. God, this one is just a, I mean, I get why it's like literally the, you know, most well-known. Yeah. I just realized there was, um, there was a new show on this on IG discovery. And remember they featured me in it. I was like, tons of people sent me screenshots. I forgot I was in this. So after 
looking at this comprehensively, was it a suicide? Was it murder? Or was it something more mysterious? I was just trying to think of my final best guess. And I'm really uh, torn between... Uh, I mean, I would... The, the men's shorts are so weird. I think that's so weird. But maybe she was just wearing those kind of shorts, too, because actually... I used to wear those shorts. That's really weird. Around it wasn't 2002, but in high school, like my freshman year, 2007, That's what 2008, I'm saying is I wore these Under Armour black boys shorts. It was kind of like in at my school. I remember. So it isn't that weird. They could have just been hers, um, and they did fit her pretty well. Yeah, it wasn't like extra baggy looking. You know, no, like it was small like for men. a man. And she, well, she, remember, she's five foot five, 120 pounds. So yeah. the shorts didn't look like like those shorts looked fairly like fitted for her. Yeah. Like yeah. unless it was like some small dude. But it's like they did test. They during the uh, when they examined the body, they did do a rape kit. They did take all that yeah. um, stuff. And I don't think they found anything. Um, I mean, there's conflicting reports online that say that there's evidence that she was raped and sexually assaulted. But. I don't I don't think that's uh, true. I don't know. I I didn't see anything that confirmed that. So she wasn't so if she wasn't sexually assaulted and then murdered, what happened to her? Did she I mean, she could have just literally she could have had just a crazy psychotic episode or like you said, I mean, maybe she had early signs of schizophrenia or yeah. maybe she had a it's bad right reaction to a, some sort of drug. Mhm. I think that there's a good chance of that or it's or it's some type of crazy drug that she was trying out in California. She had this whole idea of live it up, test things yeah, like, yeah. you know, don't live that life on the sidelines. That seems yeah. most likely. And I mean, I mean, you can't say that the police are like totally dumb and stupid. I mean, they obviously investigated the, you know, they investigated this crime scene thoroughly. I mean, they. Yeah, this is interesting. Schizophrenia usually strikes first in young adults. Unlike virtually every other mental illness, schizophrenia is unique and its first onset is always in young adulthood, not childhood or as a teen. Rarely ones after 30. So a lot of people, like it's super, super common for people to develop schizophrenia in college. And show symptoms in their early 20s. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. In college specifically, yeah. that's like actually I mean, a huge thing. If she hadn't, you know, if she had these mental health conditions, I mean, it's very possible she may have had a schizophrenic episode where she was hallucinating which would explain but the odd behavior how did she get on the roof that's the question though what you, the f- i don't know this we don't know guys we're gonna leave this out oh, we don't fucking is, know so what do you think this is insane dude what i know what this is truly on i mean <laughs> so i can't believe they're not still investigating this yeah no they were done i mean drowning. really done. They, she got on the roof and cl- we like we saw those tanks like how the hell did she do that? But that's the problem is it's the police job to figure out how someone died, but it's not always, they don't always take and if the time not to figure out of why. Foul play, why would they go any further? Yeah. If there is literally zero evidence, I mean, they probably yeah. checked everything. And right. the fact, the fa- again, the fact that she was oddly behaving around her friends and stuff like that just raises. And then the, the whole box, the men giving her the box really changes it up too, because it's not like she'd be getting a package. Like, how many people order delivery packages to their hotel? That's kind of odd. Maybe it was a just and a it crazy probably would have been noted that it was drug. like a a package delivery person, a mail person, UPS something. They probably would have said 
she was given a package by some UPS dudes. But it was just like two random dudes that they don't know who they are. So that's why it makes me think drugs. It's possible. So I think maybe she was suffering from schizophrenia. That's what the the rest of the behavior was or really bad bipolar disorder. And she took something else and had a complete psychotic episode. But then I can't explain why she got on the roof, how she got in the water tank or how she opened the door to the roof. I don't know. That doesn't make sense. I don't know. There's no answer. And what the what the hell with the elevator and stuff? That's weird. I just will say in cases like this, when you just are like, none of this makes sense. There's not one good strong theory. And the police have just wrapped it up so quickly with with sketchiness around it. There's likely some corruption going on. I will say that. Sometimes, yeah, definitely. It's I don't know. This one is just such a doozy for me. I have no it's a idea. Doozy. It's a I real have no doozy. idea what to even think about it. Because uh, I mean, it. No, I got it. I mean, it it could be. I mean, we can't completely rule out some sort of supernatural force either. I mean, that's the thing is like, you know, if you if you remotely even believe in the fact that there could be some sort of evil forces at play here. It's possible, man. I mean, we don't know. So yeah. we can't rule it out. So nope. who who doesn't say that somehow she, I don't know, whether it's possessed or whatever you want to call it, but I don't know, man. It's really bizarre. I mean. We want to know your theories. If you are a patron, you can get on the Discord and let us know what some of your theories are. If you have any questions about this case, you can ask it so we can cover it next time because I'm sure you guys are filled with questions about this yeah so um yeah definitely check that out that comes with the lowest patron level so but yeah i mean i'm just gonna say i don't know i don't know i don't know but yeah this is super <laughs> Clearly interesting we don't know <laughs> hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode yes yes we enjoy talking about this i i find this stuff so fascinating i mean yeah someone asked me today case. if you mind doing true crime no videos. i that's the thing is like i i love true crime stuff yeah just probably just as much as you do yeah you know, I just well, don't make videos about it, but Josh almost got into law enforcement actually. So yeah, no, I almost, I was very close to becoming a police officer and going yeah. down that road. So when I met him, he was a sexy mini cop, as I used to say. <laughs> was a junior. <laughs> yeah. He had junior like the whole cop. outfit though. And he would like go to events and like direct traffic and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. Well <laughs> I did, I did like 13 or 15 police ride alongs. I mean, I was, I went to yeah. like a mini police academy. Yeah. I learned how to do investigations. I learned. Yeah. It. I was top of my class too, by the way. Oh, I know you are. I know you <laughs> but, would be. Yeah, so I, I have a natural interest. I actually have justice tattooed on my side of yeah. Uh, <laughs> because at the time I was into criminal justice and all that. So yeah, now it's I remember just the day you justice that. for all. And, and <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? We are seeking justice. We it are. fits your 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 tattoo finally fits. We've been waiting for years, and now it actually does fit you pretty well. It does seeking justice. We'll anyway, leave you with that. Yes. Thank, Thank you, guys you guys for listening. Yes, and so supportive. We seriously love doing this podcast. I hope you guys are digging it as much as we are because we're so into it. We love like working on them and doing them and the, the feedback. It's just such a fun thing and a completely new uh, platform hobby and just, for yeah, me. A whole new method of, of doing things. The podcast has been tons of fun. I love yeah. that we can just be casual and just talk about stuff. Yes. And so happy you guys are enjoying it. So yes. Thanks again for watching and listening. Leave a review, rating if you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you next time.